Let me see your belly button. Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. to episode 61 of another Woodshop podcast where we eat, we pray, we trail bus. <laughs> What's going That's on, good. Dan? <laughs> you you good? good? You taking a little sip there? Spitting up? I hate you. Um, all right. Sp- speaking of spitting hot rhymes, uh, Mike. <laughs> Our sponsor is Merca. I say today I'm dropping sweet rhymes and I'm here to say thanks, Merca, for sponsoring this week's episode. <laughs> <That was> amazing. <laughs> so good i'm basically buster rhymes oh eight out of four dude eight out of four uh no big thank you to uh america for sponsoring this week's episode they are being they've been a long time partner of this podcast we really appreciate them we love their tools you know that we uh you know i don't want to say we invented Merca, but we basically invented Merca. no we didn't they're great tools we love their tools i know that's that's a uh, very much a lie Obviously, without Merca, them without them there would, be, would no just be There would be just a, a Merca without a podcast sponsorship. Right, without a low-level podcast yeah. sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, big thanks to Merca for sponsoring this week's episode and many other episodes. They are a really great partner of the show. We really appreciate them. We really, uh, we really do love their sanders. They have really fantastic sanders. Yep. I was doing a lot of sanding before I went to Dan's house last week. And, uh, and it showed. I sometimes, yeah, I sometimes still get blown away at how good those tools are. Sometimes you run into an issue where you really need a good sander, and uh, that's a good sander, <laughs> so it really kicks butt. All about that dustless there. sanding, man. All about the dustless sanding, for sure. Uh, you know, outside of our sponsor, we have some other people supporting our podcast, and that is our patrons. Pete, why don't you talk about Patreon? Our patrons are amazing. They're the reason true. that you have we to can wrap do about this. It. What, what's up? Oh, I have to wrap about it. Yo, check it. Uh, <laughs> check it. <laughs> okay, no, never mind. I think oh, he's choking. Um, <laughs> no, huge shout out to our patrons. Uh, they allow us to do what we do. Um, they are the everyday sponsor. You know, you guys help us uh, bring the show every week, bring you some of the behind the scenes content. And if you want to get your stuff early, if you want to get that podcast next day after our live and get the uh, live pre-show or won't be live at that point, but get the pre-show and the video of the show early as well. That drops on Saturday, Sunday. Make sure to sign up on patreon.com. Or if you just want to support the show, there's a $2 tier. It just says like, hey, like what you guys are doing? Here's a little tip. I love you. Keep on doing what you're doing. And we had a couple of people do that that. this week, right? (laughs) Yeah, we did. We had some new members of the family there. Uh, We had Graham Baird, who was in Omaha last weekend at Dan's house. That was so great to meet all those people out there. So uh, Good dude. Good dude for sure. The and we and also D Rohan made. Oh, De Rohan didn't Robert? Isn't that Robert De Rohan? Yes. Didn't he win something? He Is won right? the okay, uh, yeah. Japanese pole saws. We need to get those oh, to him. Right. We, nice. That's right. Uh, Dan. <laughs> just, they, anyway, big thanks to Graham and uh, Robert. Right, Robert De Rohan. So big yeah. thank you to them for joining the uh, the AWP uh, Patreon family. So with that being said. I mean, we do a little segment at this point, and I can't remember the name of it, and I just wish Dan would sing it 
What's up, my bitch? Okay, that was good. <laughs> we snailed that. <laughs> That's so good, Dan. Your singing gets better every week, it's especially weird. when I actually put it in the show. Um, <laughs> Dan. And this week, you don't have to cut him out. <laughs> Dan, what's on, uh, what was on your bench this week? Um, a lot of I think, I think I just want to interrupt. Hold on. Interrupt. Are we on like a fine. post? Are we on a post meetup? Like, are we coming down from the post meetup high? Is that what's going yeah, on right now? I really That's think energy, so. The energy is. Uh, I think we're all bummed out. We're not being able to do this live with each other, right? I, I feel <laughs> is that what it is. <laughs> I don't feel right that I can't touch you guys. Okay. <laughs> that you okay. can't is that weird? smell us while we're sleeping. <laughs> Show me your belly button. <laughs> It's like a little bowl of oatmeal. Smell a zoom. <laughs> Smell a vision. All right. So uh, All right, sorry, on sorry. my bench, I'm I'm still I'm still working on the basement build out. Clearly, I'm not the fastest woodworker anywhere, really. Ever. But I'm I'm still working on the basement build out. I'm building the Murphy doors out of MDF. Somebody kill me. But I made a boo boo. MDF will. Yeah, it really will. Uh, I made a boo-boo. I made them too wide. I thought I would beef up one side to put the hinges on, and then I changed my mind, and I was going to do, like, like a different hinge, and it didn't need the beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> didn't need the Smell beef. Smell the beef. Smell the beef. <laughs> so the beef. I, I didn't need to beef up the one side for the hinge. And, I saw you uh, do the math, by the way. That was great. Hey, did you like that? Guy. I'm the math guy. Um, <laughs> so, after I thought about it, I was like, oh, gosh, this isn't going to work anyway, so I had to, like, take off this piece that I laminated onto the side and it became like this whole saga on my Instagram stories. I could have taken off the side that I laminated on several ways. I could have put it through my table saw. I could have put it through the bandsaw with some help, but me being the smart guy that I am, I decided to route it off bit by bit. Yeah. I swear. That's that's a lot of MDF dust, man. I swear when we were talking about it on Instagram the day before yesterday, we I had said to do this table saw thing. I swear that I had told you that I but I, I mean, went back to the He doesn't want told, you to be right. It, I straight up no no this isn't about I don't right. See it. I swear I there. told him that. And I no, I looked back. You never hit like, send. I didn't tell him that. No, you could have saved me so much it. time, Mike. <laughs> I know. I didn't even I'm so but, sorry. I thought it so like the struggles didn't end there. I I had to use my Milwaukee batter battery powered use the chisel for the whole thing. Well, I started I started using I started using the chisel and that was a bad bad idea because it bad. MDF just rips like paper. The bond was way too strong for the MDF. So I'm going to have to do some bondo uh fixing here uh, after I get done sanding. But anyways, um what was I going to say? Oh, MDF. You could have done it cancer. many different ways. The saga you yeah, which was wrong. Yeah, chisels very slow. Aldi's, Casey's Pizza, <laughs> <laughs> come and go, <laughs> come and go. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. These guys, I don't know. I'm sorry. You were going to. Co- oh, you you were doing it with the router, and then Satcom was taken down. Yep. Oh, what North Korea Satcom? bombed us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, right. it's a Chinese rocket that's coming down from. Oh, okay. Orbit. You guys are oh, not helping man. me one bit. This is not. Anyway, how'd you <laughs> fix the door? What'd you do? I, I used the router and I, I routed the whole dang thing off six inches by 84 inches. This is of, not an attack. Of MDF dust. This is not an attack. Dude, I don't even want to see the inside of I can't wrap my vacuum. head around. I can't wrap my head around how you, th- that was the only option that came to your mind. 
because that you, thing you is dang that thing is dang 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 heavy and i didn't want to like lift it up on my table saw by myself or my bandsaw for that matter the bandsaw table yeah, is way would, smaller bandsaw i recommended the bandsaw you'd have to do you'd have to, lean up, you'd have to be you'd have to be referencing against the fence for that right side. that would be i couldn't i couldn't like reference the the good side and cut the bad side because the table's right. not that big it wouldn't it wouldn't fit right but with the table saw it sure would work if if you cut it at the full the full depth, and then you'd have to flip and it over. It. You have to rotate yeah. it over mm-hmm. the top. Yeah, this this door is like 150 pounds. I mean, it's it's a it's, it's a, not that heavy. Those your nieces almost knocked it over barely. Oh please! <laughs> <laughs> it's because I yeah, had it right? balancing. Remember when I called your brother the wrong name? That was fun. John. Oh, John is great. John's such John, a nice dude. John Rouse. John Dunlap. Oh, John Rouse. John. Yeah. John. yeah, he's got John a last Tom. Different. It's John Tom. It's like Mary Kate. You gotta say both. i forget what i was gonna say anyway uh my week also give your nieces a shout out dude you missed it all oh i want to i want to give a huge shout out to my nieces ariana and scarlet they think i'm kind of famous so uh what's up girls you gotta do this because you said the truth (laughs) yeah see grandpa dan knows what he's talking about what's going on here me either um no don't do that (laughs) also what's going on is uh so like we we had talked about, and if you watched last week's show, you know that we were all hanging out together last weekend at my place. Yeah. We had a big maker meetup. There was a bunch of people here. We had a hell of yeah, a good time. Really, that's definitely a part of what's on my bench because, I mean, we did the show before that the was, maker meetup. So. Yeah. Let's yeah, we, we had a great time. Uh, we had a bunch of people show up locally, and there were people that drove in. Uh, Nifty Nick Designs drove in from Madison, Wisconsin. Steve from Making It at Home drove in from Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Michael Bauer so and his wife drove in from Springfield, Missouri. Uh, I think he's crazy. from Willow Lane Woodshop. And yep. is he? Is that Willow Lane Woodshop? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool! Uh, I didn't. I don't know. How I didn't put that together. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Sorry, Michael. everybody knows that. Uh, oh, Nick Brim drove over from the other. Nick block. Brim drove around the block. Nip. Nick, Nick wrote his nip. Nick wrote his <laughs> stump over. Nick Nick lives so close that paddle. he was getting residual Wi-Fi from his house. That was a <laughs> yes. Wi-Fi. That you guys that can happened. hate on my Wi-Fi when it's your turn it's to we, talk. We, so bad. okay, come over, come over to my house and touch my internet. So Let's see what happens. <laughs> along with that, my buddy Aaron from Ingrained Wood, from right here in Omaha, he really hooked it up. Uh, he made seventeen pounds of pulled pork, smoked pulled pork. So much. It was so good too. So good. He saved me a bowl of the fat. I ate that for two days. Oh. Yep. You can only imagine. Why? Yeah, I No, I don't have to imagine. I've seen you. Why would you eat the fat? <laughs> because the fat is the best part. It's where all the flavors at, baby. You don't throw away the fat. You're eating meat wrong. No, I'm not. You eat the fat. The fat is the best part. Fight me. Please, please write into another woodshop podcast at gmail.com for your opinions on <laughs> it's eating poll fat. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Aaron really hooked it up. Uh, not not only with meat, but he got a bunch of sweet giveaway items. We gave away a bunch he of really stuff. Did. This was like a Menards themed get together. It was so cool. He bought Menards me. Set us up. He bought me a Menards vest. <laughs> That I wore during the pre-show. So uh, after you get done listening to this, go watch the pre-show on YouTube. You can see me wearing that vest. It's really ridiculous. Um, we, ha- we had Menards giveaways, uh, koozies, and pencil holders, and pencils, and all kinds of stuff. It was a really great time. And then there were a couple sawmills that donated slabs that we gave away. We gave away one little slab that was like 
a little bigger than a charcuterie board, but it was still a nice little slab. It was like a big serving tray. It's a huge yeah, serving it tray. Cool. It was like six yeah, quarter. It was, yeah, it was, it was and, uh, a really small table. We gave that away. And then another local mill gave away a five foot by 24 inch six quarter walnut slab. And we we raffled that off. Actually, I shouldn't say give it away. Uh, we yeah. raffled that off and we we ended up uh, getting f- like five hundred and ninety dollars. And all that money went to the Nebraska Make-A-Wish Foundation. Make-A-Wish. So that's it was, was super thinking. awesome. So huge shout out to Dan's Custom Sawmill and the the rustic <laughs> Can I get my tie? Yeah. the uh, <laughs> donation the rustic lumber store right here in Nebraska. So yeah, for sure. Oh, cool and, and t- on top of all that, <clears throat> Mike and Pete were here to help me set up my CNC, and it's set up. It's ready to go. Yeah, you had a heck of a week, man. You made it sound like you didn't have yeah. anything going on. I'm making files. I'm doing the thing, and you know. I guess, yeah, I, I guess I did have an, have an eventful you, week. You are doing a good job. I'm proud of you for, you know, I know Pete's going to say the same. I'm proud of you for getting up and running on that CNC. I thought well, it's all, I paid a lot of money for that CNC. It's not like. And would never get used. <laughs> I paid money for that CNC. It's not like somebody sent it to me. I paid money for that. So I, I know once it was like set up, it was definitely going to be like hitting the ground running. Like That's not what your bet says. <laughs> you guys sit in a box, but then we flew out. We had to adjust the bet. All right. Why do you think I was setting it up the first night when it landed? Stop <laughs> making jokes. Making fun of me. I don't like I'm not this. not making fun of you. Make no, we're not. You got to set up good. We're your making CNC. fun of Mike, your reputation. Mike, I want to hear about your week. <laughs> uh, I was in at Dan's house. It was, I mean, it really, I mean, me, Dan, and Pete, we we joke. and I mean, we have a really tight relationship here. I mean, it's, it was really nice seeing them. Um, you know, I'm also an introvert a bit. I don't like big crowds for a long time. So the day the meet the meetup was so cool. Everyone was so nice. I mean, you get worried about those things, meeting people you never met before on the internet. You get yeah. worried about those Just things. People who have rational um decision making processes worry about meeting internet strangers usually and <laughs> no, it was I have an attack was dog. Super, everyone is super well, he's down here. Attack cat. On his back. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone was super nice. It was super cool. Um it was just a really good time. It was very tiring. I didn't sleep very well at Dan's, but it's because we were having a good time and hanging out and just partying and stuff. So it was a good time. Um, and then uh, got home. I missed my family a ton. Spent a lot of time Sunday with them. Got some things wrapped up. Kind of planned the delivery of that herringbone table I've been working on since uh, late 2017. And I got that <laughs> thing got that, got that thing delivered. Uh, oh, God, Luna. Oh, God. Got that thing delivered. That thing delivered. She's big dog farts. Yeah, this is. She's like she laid right here. Say the word. The business. Hobo, hobo turns. <laughs> so she. Uh, Whoa, our hobo <laughs> listener is going to be really our offended. Hobo base is out. Hobo base is out. <laughs> no. Um, got that delivered Tuesday. They love that table. Uh, they sent me a video of their kid like seeing it for the first time and just like losing his mind it was super cool they were really really excited about aren't they gonna put like I, some sort of display in there in no the, that's pete's in, you're thinking about pete's they're putting the millennium falcon in that one let me get oh, to it i'm sorry i thought that's that was <laughs> my, yours too mine is just a herringbone table that they're gonna use as a family no. coffee table oh uh and I, I mean, when you're making it i mean like i mean you know it takes up four by four a four by four four foot by four foot coffee table is a big coffee table huge and when you're making it it's a big coffee table 
But when you put it in someone's home, it was I was like, this is a huge table. Like you don't you kind of get wrapped up in what it is, but then you see it in someone's home, you're like, wow, this is a huge space. Honestly, I feel and like that would be a great gaming table, like to sit on a, on a couch. The size yeah. of that table, honestly, uh, I really like it a lot. I mean, when we have. We really want to get a sectional when we ha- whenever we buy a new house and whenever we get stuff figured out. Um, I really want we really want a big sectional and we really want a big coffee table like that. I mean, like we have that coffee table that we have now, um, that walnut one that I made. Um, I think what's going to end up happening is that's going to end up going somewhere else. We want I want to make a big coffee table like that because, like Pete just said, be great for when people are over playing games on there. Just it's just a big big cool. Space. You're getting a you're getting a sectional. I want to get a sectional for sure. I've got an idea for you. Let me tell you. Okay. Do you want to do this now? Dan, I'm fine with it. I want to. Is it a U-shaped table? Yeah, it's the U-shaped. Are you trying to? Are you trying <laughs> to show? Oh, you're tra- <laughs> that table. Yeah, I'm going to do that for sure. I am going <laughs> to. I for sure want to do that. Patent uh, pending. I thought you were going to tell me like a cool way to build a sectional out of wood or something. No, you're no. just trying to sell me on no. your table. Okay. No, buy the uh, sectional. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, that fa- that family, I'm actually making a um, a dining table for them, and that's going to be uh, – I'm working on that now. It's a butcher block, teak butcher block dining table, and then a matching bench, which I started on this week. Well, I didn't really – I cut an off, cut off because I'm going to be spraying. I'm giving them a few options of the finish. <clears throat> they want a really, a really clear finish on the teak. They don't want it to change much much color so i'm going to be setting up like a swatch essentially i'm going to be taping off some of it and putting different finishes on different sides uh so that they can um see what they want for the finish and i'll run them the thing and let them decide that so i'm i'm working on that but i'm also working on this table i'm doing this uh live edge elm table for my dad my stepmom for their new place that they got out in montana i'm hoping to have that done by the end of the month because because he's driving out there and he wants to take it with him the timing doesn't work out, it's not a huge deal, but I'm trying to get that done by the end of the month, which really shouldn't take too long. Um, I just got to do – it's it's a pretty clear piece of wood, actually. There's not a whole lot of checking in it. It needs some epoxy filling. I'm going to be putting a couple bow ties in it with epoxy because, I mean, I kind of feel like epoxy – I'm really interested to see where some of these epoxy river tables end up in the next, like, 5, 10 years. I feel like that epoxy is going to start coming off the uh, wood at some point. So I'm gonna do um, I'm gonna do uh, some bow ties at the checking, but I'm also gonna fill it with epoxy. The bow ties will be what holds it together, um, and a bench. And then I'm also I've got that big job I talked about. I spoke with the uh, project manager for that this week. I've actually had a really busy week now that I, now that I start to get into the meat and potatoes of it. Um, I started talking to them. I'm actually going to pick up the two slabs for the big waterfall table this weekend, uh, which is gonna be cool. Gonna get going on that. So I got a lot going. And then this weekend. Uh, I brought home one of our workshop trucks because I'm going to be starting like I'm going to be doing a bunch of dump runs this weekend and kind of cleaning up stuff around the house, getting things kind of cleaned up around here, just kind of do some spring cleaning. We're trying to uh, just kind of get rid of some things around here, just kind of clean up. So Um, and then let's see. Oh, I've got a customer, a local customer referred to me through my CPA. He had some walnut slabs and this kind of plays into a question someone has. Um, He had some walnut logs some mini logs they're like 24 inches to 30 inches long and he wanted me to slab them uh so i made i'm i thought i had a bandsaw jig to do that i'm almost certain i made a bandsaw jig for this because i'm pretty sure one of my very first uh inst- instagram posts is me slabbing <clears throat> up wood on that but i can't find the jig 
So I made a new one last night and I made cut those into these mini slabs. And I think someone's question is, I can't remember who it was, is about what to do with these mini slabs. No, whoa, spoilers. And yeah. I mean, but here's, I'll go into it and during the question, I won't, I won't spoil the really uh, fire call, but <laughs> it's, um, no, I mean, it is a good question because I asked the customer, I was like, how thick do you want these? And he's like, oh, I don't know, just whatever thickness you think I need. Yeah, thick. He has like thick. Like log <laughs> thick? Because yeah. they're done. So he's like, I don't really <laughs> <In half>. know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't really know what I'm going to use them for. I'm like, well, I mean, then why have me sli- I mean, he didn't have a plan. So, I mean, this guy's paying for much, me- dude. There's not, they're small. Like what can you, the only thing I can think of is cutting boards and that's going to go into the question. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but like, there's not a lot, like a floating shelf, maybe. I mean, so I did everything at an inch and a half. I don't, I mean, and then it's going to have to get milled too. So I got it's it. kind of weird. Live what? edge firewood. Boom. Perfect. Boom. Pete nailed it. Million dollar idea. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, a couple of quick updates. Uh, the I got a call from my vendor for my HDPE because I placed an order a week and a half ago. First, I needed two more sheets of HDPE because I only have one of the Imperial conversion charts left. And Those two-tone charts that you make? Yeah, the two-tone Imperial. The, I only have one left. And uh, they informed me that I won't – they can't get a hold of any HDPE until the third week in June. <laughs> so uh, depending on – I've got a lot of stuff going on in June and July. I might not have these Imperial conversion charts available for – like a quarter. I mean, it might be three months before I can make them again. I got way too much stuff going on right now. I can't go into a lot of that. But fine, I'll um, do it. I'll see if they have it locally. I'll do them for I li- you. I'll I take all the profit. Have, I'll take all the profits. I will keep your logo have. on them. <laughs> You're gonna be licensing my my product. <laughs> the um, I mean, I have one left, so that's gonna be gone quick. Those things sell pretty fast. And then also, kind of a sales pitch for me. I'm running a sale on my Etsy store for my MDF templates. They're all 15% off. So they get shipped to you for like $29 and some change. Um, and that's going through my birthday, which is June 2nd. There's also another plug for my coffee. Uh, Pete, what's on your bench? So subtle, Mike. <laughs> I know. I had to choose them. You know how you have to choose an end date for those things? I was like, oh, my birthday. Yeah, I'll yeah. choose my birthday. My birthday. So yeah. it's like, it's my, I think the code's like birthday 15 or something like that. Yeah, that's, Mike's, that's Mike's the kind of guy that would call you and go, "Oh, happy birthday!" And you'd be like, "That's not my birthday." And you're like, "Oh, I thought we had the same birthday." Weird. I literally would never do that ever. <laughs> that's not the kind of guy I am. It's like, when's your birthday? That is some straight up you, Dan Dunlap projecting. <laughs> when's your birthday? What? No, mine? He's not playing all. Oh, June second. June second. Yeah, but like whatever the person says, go. Oh, small world, and then you say your date. Oh. And it makes no sense. <laughs> oh, mine's my, mine's June second. What a small world! Yeah, I also yes. have a birthday. I mean, I can't do it with you because mine's <laughs> mine's May twenty fourth, so actually close. Oh, but that's so funny. That's yeah. so close. You're actually that's, yeah. You're a day after our closing. You're on my calendar, Mike. <laughs> day after gotcha. closing day. That's the only important thing on that date. Two days before the day. I don't have a birthday. Closing. Dan was in a test tube. <laughs> test tube yeah. baby. He was born of MDF. MDF. <laughs> He's part man, part MDF. We have the technology, but we're trying to save a lot of money. <laughs> Anyways. Pete, um, Six million dollar MDF man. $4,800 man. The guy with the That's double so knee braces walking down. <laughs> the poor bastard. Oh uh, my God. Inside jokes. Oh, anyways, for my week, um, I hung out with my two best buddies, uh, 
Dan and Emma and Mike was there too in Nebraska. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mike. I'm no, glad you guys had such a good time. No, uh, no, she had, she had a blast. You, no, I, I loved hanging out with you guys. We, nice thing. we honestly, we, we, we proved if you watched the pre-show last week and please watch it, don't listen to it. Go, go on YouTube, watch the pre-show. Cause you just see the chemistry that we have the all the time. Sexual tension. The raw sexual tension. There's no tension. <laughs> the raw sexualness out in the open on a table. But there is, man, we just, Those when we're in person are. together, <laughs> there's a lot of laughter. <laughs> like you think the, uh, these pre-shows are a riot. Having us in the same room is out of control. So uh, had a blast with that. It's people, basically like an hour of me not being able to breathe. Yeah, he has a lot of br- and me constantly being like, "Are you joking?" And yeah, you trying to give him the Heimlich. <laughs> I hugged Dan a lot that weekend, a lot, volunteering and involuntary. Uh, aside from that, the meetup was dope. I still it blows my mind that people are willing to drive so far to see us because I mean we're incredible. Have you met us? But also <laughs> we're just three dudes. Like, come on. But um, our community is awesome, and being able to meet them. Not a single murderer. Like, re- guys. I mean, they had the opportunity. We had a giant hammer. They had so <laughs> many opportunities, and we're all alive. So big shout out to you guys. Thank you for that. Uh, and it was also hella fun. Aaron, I know we all said it already, but, dude, thank you for, you know, doing all the, the giveaway, the, the smoking, so the, the, the butts, the shoulders. <laughs> when you finish in the bathroom, do you wipe your shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> that killed me last week. <laughs> um, that was so. That was a whole blast, and it was very sad to come back home. But uh, you know, got back home, and I basically have not wanted to go into my shop. I've had so much stuff to catch up on because I mean, being away for four days, uh, Mike. You know, you you have even more stuff going on than I do. It's just like you feel like you have to play catch up for the whole entire week. Uh, so I was dealing with right a lot of stuff. Well, in, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes. No, it's all, it's all good. No. I don't mean disrespect. Uh, but yeah, it's just been a crazy week. <laughs> no English. No English. <laughs> no English. <laughs> so I barely got into the shop. But one of the other reasons that I've, I haven't really gotten into the shop is, and I hate to steal Mike's answer for the last couple of weeks, but stupid ash coffee table on my workbench. <laughs> like this thing, it's a cool build. It's fun. But the thing is, I'm building it with a buddy and it was like a gift from his wife for me to help him build it. So like she paid me for my time in a way, but let's just say this. It's, it's definitely a much bigger project than what the original cost was. And it's turned into essentially a custom ash coffee table commission at a heavy discount. Herringbone top um, four by four. What's up? Herringbone top four by four coffee. No, table. It's actually a, a herringbone uh, shelf on the bottom, but it's a um, mitered cornered frame for, specific type of glass and it's just a the thing that annoys me like i go into my shop and it's filled with parts for this table and he doesn't want me to finish assembling it because he wants to work on it with me which i appreciate but also i have no room i'm moving there's boxes everywhere i'm trying to get a bunch of other projects knocked out and this is just taking up space and i you guys well you haven't seen my shop in person but it's it's small so I'm running out of space and honestly the shop was like annoying me with that. So I worked on a couple little things. I started packing some items that I don't use regularly and you know, slowly starting to wrap that up because I want to clean up the shop. I actually want to do a tour video. So I started uh, started writing a script for that 
And I started writing a script for um, doing another laser video as well. Because I realized that if I have a script, it actually helps me really focus on what I need to shoot. And it's a little less intense. Um, Aside from that, we celebrated a major holiday right coming off the high of Arbor Day. And that small meetup we had uh, went right into Emma's birthday. It was her ninth anniversary of turning 21. Really proud of her. Uh, She's 30. She's like... Math guy. I knew that. Math guy, yep. And uh, I got a couple gifts for her. I got her a uh, cricket maker. So we got another robot in the house. This one, uh, if no one's familiar, or if someone's not familiar with it, it's basically, it's a vinyl, paper, uh, and like fabric and some metal cutter. It cuts very thin sheets of metal. Um, You can do embossing with it. You can do... All kinds of fancy stuff. Anyways, that's, that was my way of trying to get her into like the maker space a little more. She's already very interested. She loves the laser. Uh, and I figured this is something she can do in the house and not have to come out in a shop because she's always cold, Florida girl. Um, yeah. And aside from that, I, I don't know if you guys, anyone watching the video right now might notice that I'm very well lit. And uh, the reason I'm so lit, that's what the kids uh. say, is because I also got a set of lights. <laughs> no, I was checking my pulse to make sure I wasn't dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> that joke kills. <laughs> um, <laughs> call me ethnic sandwich because that joke kills. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I got a set of lights uh, for recording. So Emma's been doing, she does a lot of Zooms um, every single week for her side gig. Uh, and she started recording a lot of YouTube videos. And we have atrocious lighting inside our, our place right now. Uh, hopefully better in the next place. But to mitigate that, I found some really good lights, got some recommendations off of a couple of photographer buddies of mine. Thanks, didn't Dan. Ask me. Yeah. No, I didn't ask Dan actually. But you're more of a flash guy. I was talking to like video videographers and sure, stuff. Sure, sure. I apologize. Yep. So I got these cool lights. They like this brightness right now is at twelve percent of the light. And we got two of them and this is just one. So she we're gonna be well lit. And it was like half selfish because obviously i wanted her to have something for her channel but anytime she's not using it i could use it if i ever need to for uh, my videos or try to you know, spotlight an area or something so that's exciting uh we got some new equipment in the house uh had a big busy week oh and uh, anyone watching the video you might notice this empty space behind me uh my printer broke so i am currently it did? Ha- yeah not bad it's just the the thermistor it it's called it's the Repeat? the heat What's thermistor the mr mr the Mister from the eighties. Uh, the thermistor is fine. The thermistor broke. Um, it's having some. Um, you can't just make stuff up. Pete. Temperature dysfunction. That's no, the Formable Geiber. broke. No, but the <laughs> thermistor is basically it's it's a temperature sensor. It the bed would not know what temperature it is. It would freak out and stop. So I lost gotcha. a bunch of prints, and I was like, all right, screw it. But oh, luckily, I have the spare sucks. parts. You had stuff on it. it yeah, one was. Uh, Nine hours into a 12-hour print, I woke up to the machine being oh. like, hey, ha, mint to better. You were so, making a tiny Lego guy? Yeah, tiny Lego guy, 12 hours. <laughs> I don't know how long it <laughs> Now, I was doing like a full bed of uh, tool holders, but it is oh, what it is. The other one's still good. Sucks. Not only that, I ordered a third one. Oh, you did? So I'm going to have a third one coming size? in. The full size. And I'm actually selling one of my minis and keeping the other one. The minis aren't quite the capacity that I really want. I want to be printing full beds. They're fantastic printers, but they can't handle the volume I really want to get out of them. So I'm selling one of them to actually a semi-local guy. I would have uh, bought one. Oh, too late. Also, Why did you, you say have something? Enough, oh, you got to speak up, Mike. I speak up. I can't hear you. 
Um, sold it what? to Josh from North Country Woodworking. He was looking for a new printer, and I'm like, dude, I'm actually selling one of these. Uh, and I'm going to keep the other I'm one for myself because I still love it. You have enough <laughs> freaking hobbies. Next house. Next shop. I'll fly out, help you set it up. You'll be good. <laughs> but yeah, that's no, it. So I'm, I'm fixing that up. I just, I guess I, I thought I had not a lot of stuff, but I got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and the last annoying thing is, okay, and I need to ask you guys this because uh, I kind of alluded Eight to this inches. earlier, but like, thank you, Dan. <laughs> Seven and a half. Okay. Well, he's honest. He's honest. Okay. Eight point two. Um, th- we're uh, supposed to close on the house June 1st. It is roughly three, maybe three and a half weeks out from that date. We're hoping to get a final like, hey, are we closing that day? And they're like, well, you know, you usually, they're basically like both our lawyer and our realtor both like seem confused by the fact that we're like pushy on the closing date. And we're like, we want to know if we need to start packing. And they're like, well, yeah, well, you know, because here's the thing. We in our offer had a contingency where if they couldn't find a place to live uh, and needed to extend the the closing, they could. They could push it out actually all the way up to 60 days because that's the market we live in. It's freaking crazy. But um, they haven't exercised that, but they also haven't locked down the date. So we're just like, well, I guess, can you guys give us a I ballpark? Mean, I have I have sponsors like, waiting to send me something I have that I don't want to have delivered here and then have to truck it over there. I have uh, contractors standing by. I have uh, cleaners standing by. I have flooring order standing by with all tentative dates. And they were like, hey, so are you good for that date? It's three weeks out. I'm like, can't tell them. Anyways, that's my rant. Mike, you feel like, I feel like you want to say something. Well, I was going to say, I was saying you have to move out, but you don't actually have to move out of your place. So we don't, we're, we're not in a rush, but it's like, it's all those other things, like all these things that are just people and things that are CMI. I also took dates to things. I took vacation. I have an electrician on standby for my shop. Um, Lee Omen? Like, yeah. Come on. Loman, right. Lee Omen from Regal Street. No, but like all these, <laughs> all these things by. that are right now, like it would also work for you guys to come out maybe late June out to my place, but not later in, uh, in <laughs> the summer. <laughs> Don't have you okay? Whatever it works, we'll make it work. Dude, your lights flicker. Yeah, that that stuff. was bad. <laughs> <laughs> like a power surge. <laughs> So like yeah, that's that's all we're basically we're sure just feet. like hey, and can we get a like a commitment? Because if it is another month, that's fine. But tell me, July first, and that's when we're signing. So I like know because I want to pack up my stuff, and the only stuff that's left to like really pack is stuff that we use daily. So like yo, toothbrush, what's up? Toothbrush. Also, and this I'm just gonna I'm gonna Socks. use my uh, influence of the podcast just like Mike did, but in a different way. I I asked this question. I got a lot of really good feedback. We were going to go hardwood floors. We we're like, you know what? Let's do it right. Let's we have the money saved. Let's get hardwood floors throughout the whole first floor. Like eighty percent of the people were like, no, get the uh, vinyl the vinyl like, plank, luxury yeah, vinyl plank. Sure. LVP. Yeah, everyone's you know? saying that. I'm like, what? Wait, I thought hardwood was like lab of luxury, leather bound books, hardwood floors. No, and oh, it's like, nice, no. but the vinyl plank nowadays looks like real. I mean, used to come to it's our house. Fantastic, and it's got a lifetime saying. warranty. I gotta say, like, I, it's I, almost I was not indestructible. That to so I would love to hear if someone has an opinion. Shoot me a message if you haven't yet. Uh, we also talked to Mark at the meetup. Mark sent me some really good, uh, gave me some really good info because he's a, a uh, floor installer. So big shout out to Mark. Um, you forgot oh, and, something. Uh, you forgot something. I'm gonna cut you off. You forgot something. Well, yeah. 
when you were talking about Emma's birthday, you got her something that you did not bring up. You got her some of the nicest and freshest gas station sushi. Remember? <laughs> we talked about this in the pre-show. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Sure. Let's- Can you guys hear the breaks? Full <laughs> stop on the show. Let me go click, click the cricket button. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you want to learn about gas station sushi, he froze with a look of disappointment. If anyone is interested, oh, oh, my internet is unstable. What the hell? Am I good? Okay, you're good. You're good. You had the you were frozen with the biggest face of disappointment ever. But one last thing, and. I'll, I'll do a shameless plug. If anyone wants the wasteboard file and the flattening file for the Onefinity, which also would work on a Shea Poco, Poco, Poco um, hit me up because uh, I will be listing them on my Etsy this week. So, Oh, yeah. I goes. should probably mention my thing I'm working on. <laughs> I have like I'm making list? build plans for a mallet. Get out of here <laughs> with my that. Favorite thing I know it's real, <laughs> but get out of here with that. I had don't, people ask. I'm gonna don't make talk to me until you sell H- HDPE templates. That's I have people. I, I have people asking for build plans for that little table I made for the sectional. <laughs> three pieces of three wood. Pieces of wood, finger jointed together. How big is it? Crazy? Well, through drill. It doesn't matter. Doesn't how big's your couch? Make, how big's your couch? Yeah, people are crazy. <laughs> and anyway, I'm also gonna offer templates for the mallets too. <laughs> Legit, I gotta do it. I gotta go all in on it now. I gotta be fun with it. Um, I wanted to throw you guys a curveball. Uh, bring you it. You don't have a lot of questions, and if you don't want to do it, I can edit this part out. Nope, we're doing uh, it. Side so unseen, we're doing we're it. We're gonna talk about this before, but what do you guys? We're already almost halfway through the year, but what are you the most excited about for this year? I wanted to have like a topic conversation. We don't do this very often, so start Dan, with I'm Dan. Gonna throw, I'm gonna yeah. throw it to Dan. Unless you guys want to, no, 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 go first. No, no. I'm super, I'm super, super, super excited about getting together with people and meeting with people and seeing people face to face and hanging out and making out, making out, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, workbench con and maker fairs and stuff like that. In person things, I'm so excited about that. It's Mm. happening. It's happening. We just got the email today from workbench con. They already got dates and a place. And that's 2022, but still, it's happening. I'm so excited for that this year. Yeah, it feels sure. like we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy, you know? Yep, I agree 100%. Is that the only thing you're excited about? That's it. Nothing else really oh. excites me. Okay, well, I mean, that's a lot. It's good. It's exciting. <laughs> I'll go now since Pete quit the podcast just now. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I think he had to go to the restroom. Um, I'm... I probably should have thought gas about station sushi, actually, probably. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, got to him a week later. No, uh, I'm really excited. I mean, there's a lot of changes happening with my business. Um, there's a lot of changes just kind of in life going on right now. But I'm really excited, like Dan said, just to get out and see people again. Um, I'm really excited to just – it's hard to – I can't say a lot of things. I, I'm really excited. Say about it without crying. Growth. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about growth and change and just things moving forward and – uh, you know, I guess I can say this. I've mentioned it before, but you yeah, know, you pretty much let it. it out of the bag last week when we were right. I can talk about that. I mean, Let's I mean, I kind of had the conversation about going full time. Um, it's wild. It's starting to actually, I mean, it looks like, yeah, June 1st is really going to be the date 
where I'm full-time, which is wild. I'm just really excited about all that, all the change. It's scary, but it's going to be really cool. I'm really pumped about um, just growing and getting my business going. I'm really just so excited about it, guys. You have just – it's hard to put into words how excited I am about it. I mean, there's it's going to be a lot of work, but, man, I've never shied away from work. I really don't mind working. And uh, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just i just really excited to, like, make something that's mine and have it be uh, mine. So uh, – but – Outside of that, I'm really excited about what Dan said, seeing people, getting out, traveling, traveling for my business, traveling for the podcast, traveling for my content, traveling and building new relationships this year, um, being able to find a new balance in my time. I have no balance right now and it's really hard and I'm really tired a lot. Um, Boren, Dan, and Pete, they're both surfing. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm putting I'm, in notes. I'm, 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 no, I'm just, I'm totally joking. Um, I, there's just a lot this year. I'm just, somebody's know, outside. Hear, is he mad? Somebody's oh, outside. He? <laughs> I, uh, keep talking. I'm going to go wow. check. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just really can't wait to figure out what my like new schedule is going to be because I've had this, I've been running this schedule that I've been on for, over a year now, uh, well, I would say about a year now, and it's really hard. Like I'm having, it's really hard. I'm really tired. I'm. I get tired a lot. from you telling me about your days. Yeah, it's it's just it's hard, and it's really hard on my family. Oh, my family takes it with stride, and I do make time for them. I mean, that's the one thing that's also adds to. And it's I don't want to say like it's a burden because it's not. Like I need to make time for them, and I'm. It's a pleasure to make time for them. But making time for all the things has been really hard, and I'm just really looking forward to what the new normal is going to be. Um, I know I'm still going to be working a lot, uh, but I'm going to be able to like, like the idea of maybe only working one day on the weekend sounds amazing instead of working seven days straight for a year. <laughs> just, yeah, I rarely get to take a day off, but like. Being able to take like Sundays off and just have family day with my family sounds amazing. And uh, I really miss making content like the last four months since the beginning of the year. I haven't been able to make any content. I mean, I, I for Instagram, but like I really miss making YouTube videos is what I should say. I really enjoy making YouTube videos and I haven't been able to. And really, I can't spend any time on it right now because I just I got way too much stuff. Going just on. thinking about that today. I was because I was thinking about myself and trying to get more videos out. I'm like, yeah, I got it like. I want to like get up there like how many videos Mike has. And then I thought like, when's the last time I saw Mike's video? Cause I've been heavy been on YouTube. I've months, stopped I watching TV. I just watch YouTube. And I was like, cause I was flipping through YouTube. I'm like, damn, where's Mike's videos? So yeah, I've, I've done one in like three months. I think it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so I've got like a pile of them in that are, are ready for me to like edit and make and do what I just don't have the time. <clears throat> and you know, very realistically, it doesn't pay enough for me to focus on it right now. But when I have more time, I'll be able to focus on it. So I'll take one element of things out of my life and I'll be able to add a new thing into my life. And I'm hoping to get on a really good, like one video a week schedule and uh, it's going to be good. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, I don't really know where I was. We had a little uh, technical issue. There was a uh, Max thought there was a, uh, a ghost a clown outside. We went over this. Dan's house is haunted. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Can we go over this? Your basement is hella haunted. I was hanging out with ghosts all all, the whole time we were there. Were they friendly? (laughs) Yeah. All right, cool. They're friendly ghosts. Friendly ghosts. Casper. All right. So, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Just, just, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I'm excited about. Business stuff, just getting to my life where I want it to, where I want it to be, figuring out 
some big important things with my family. I'm really excited to kind of like, I've never had, I've in my career, in my life, I've been very fortunate because I don't, I really don't mind working hard. Like working hard is something I actually really like and it, and it can, it can get you a pretty decent jobs. Um, and I've had good jobs my whole life. I've always had good jobs and I've, 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 I've moved up in companies wherever I had jobs. I haven't had a ton of jobs, but anywhere I've worked, I've been very fortunate to have good jobs, but I've never had a passion. Like I've never, I've never been like in love with my jobs. And I never, as a kid was like, I'm going to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. I never had any of that. I never had a job where I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And that's not great. Like I've never had that. I didn't find something. I didn't find an activity that I loved until I was like 34. Uh, and I was woodworking. And I was like, man, it just took over my whole life. And now with the prospect of it being how I provide for my family is kind of overwhelming sometimes. Like it's so exciting and cool. I'm just really – um, I can't believe it's working. Like I can't believe it's working. And I really do believe that like there's this kind of like wave and talk about people who find a hobby and they're always monetizing things. I really think people need to avoid trying to always monetize their hobbies but I really feel for me, uh, like you need to have things that you can just do that you enjoy. But for me, I really just, it's hard to explain. I really enjoy building a business. I've never done it before. I've never had my own business. And right so like now, building a business, you could say is your hobby. It's, it's what, almost what you enjoy doing. Yeah, it, it is what I enjoy. Like the business side of it. I love it so much. I enjoy like networking, getting contacts, establishing those relationships chasing down a goal, trying to get a job when you land a job. Oh man, that's the best. You know, now I'm learning how to get, I'm getting, I'm learning how to become a better woodworker. I'm learning how to get better at my craft and this talent and all these skills. I'm really excited about getting better as a woodworker and becoming a more knowledgeable business person. And that's what really excites me for this year. And with me, (laughs) Stepping away from the family business is, is kind of it's, – it's hard on levels that I won't go into in here because it's just a lot. There's a lot of levels and a lot of facets of leaving a family business. But um, being able to focus on this thing that I've fallen in love with in the last three years, it really excites me. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm just really excited about that. And then this, the podcast is all a part of it. It's all encompassing. <laughs> I've got this big old thing of st- this stuff that – is mine. Like the podcast is ours, the three of us, but it's mine and it's yours, Dan. And it's yours, Pete. It's ours. It's our business. Like we don't work for someone else doing this podcast. We work for ourselves. So that's, what's really exciting for me is I'm doing things that are mine for the first time in my life. And that brings me to one of the, one of my favorite quotes that I love to tell people. Um, the worst day of working for myself is still better than the best day of working for somebody else. Yep. And that's absolutely truth. Yeah, that's I can't wait for that. Pete, what are you excited about this year? I feel like you guys had such epic answers. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited because like the, the McRib is coming stuff. back. The McRib is coming back. <laughs> and then the PSL, finally St- Starbucks is going to be open. Pumpkin like, spice fully, lattes. So PSLs at Starbucks and write my, my memoirs. <clears throat> um, but aside from those two things, I am just, I'm super Live, stoked. Live, laugh, 3D print. Your memoir? Live, laugh <laughs> in our own house. So and this is going to sound, this might sound stupid, but like being a, a son or being an immigrant myself and like a son of an immigrant family, 
like we tend to stick together because people rely on each other. It's a very much multi generational. Yeah. So I had a choice seven years ago or eight years ago at this point. I could have moved out into a crappy apartment myself, which I was fully on board with. And my folks would do, you know, buy a small house, or whatever, or we buy some bigger house, two family or one and a half family, whatever. And that's what we ended up doing. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's double down. Let's my folks live upstairs. We live downstairs. It was going to be great. Emma just not just entered the pictures. We were dating for about a year and a half, two years. Got this house. She moved in almost immediately. And almost immediately, we started kind of like not running out of space, but like it started being a little constrained. And it was great. You know, like we helped out my folks. My folks helped out us. We were, I was not in a great space, but because of that, I've been able to like take all these extra steps over the last, especially over the last two years. And we've been able to like pay off that you know, buy this house. Hopefully everything's going to go through and we're going to be moving in there. And it's going to be the first time in both of our lives where we're not sharing a wall with someone else, whether that be in the same house or an apartment Exciting, or something. Dude. And dude, being able to like work late and say, you guys know me, I work into the night because that's where I'm prime. That's when I actually get all my work done. So being able to get in a shop and work, you know, not crazy hours, like burn myself out, but just hours that I want to work and being able to make noise anytime I want, set up a set and record something and come back two days later and know it's in the exact same spot and no one's touched it. I am stupid stoked. And I am very much like Dan. I love hosting. I love having people over, having them stay over. I am like I, I, you're moving too. You got your own thing that's gonna be happening soon. But I really want both of you guys here at some point because I'm just super stoked to have you over. Do a meetup. I'll probably do one at my house too because I'm I'm moving in. Yeah, Dan's. Moving I haven't in. told Kayla yet. I'm out. <laughs> Furnished basement. <laughs> uh, bring the kids. They're fun. Uh, and just like have you guys over, have a meetup. I'm gonna have a little bit of property to mess around on. Like if I decide to like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna pick up a bunch of logs from the guy down the block that's just given away for free and then have him sit on a property for two years. It doesn't matter. If I want to build a bandsaw mill, it doesn't matter. If you want to knock I, out a wall. If I want to knock out a wall, it doesn't matter. There's there's genuine talks. And by talks, I mean, I have this idea in my head because here's, let me paint you a picture. There's a house and then a garage butts up against it. Duh, Right. Above the garage is an attic space that is not utilized at all. It's just part of the fake house look above the garage. It's just wasted space. Hopefully, I can actually use it as an attic. If not, that same wall butts up on the second floor against what will be my office. So, Dan got me thinking about this Murphy door, secret bookcase entrance, Maybe there's some idea floating around about I open that entrance and I'm in the attic space of the garage and there's maybe, I don't know, like a ladder or something going into the shop. Do Whatever not it might be. Make it well, out of MDF. Well, I want to make it out of MDF. I'll, I'll, use, I'll use walnut like a regular human and then paint it white. But there's just like, there's ideas. And I, I, and I had to really think outside the box because you try to think of like, well... This is a dining room. It's going to be where the dining room table goes. And me and Emma were actually talking for a while. Like, no, why don't, what if we just made the dining room? Like we put doors on it and make it like a downstairs office. We have, we need a shipping area. We need like a downstairs area and we're going to have our offices upstairs. We're going to be working in this house. So we don't need to conform to like traditional rooms. You know, Dan, we have two living rooms. So like Nebraska light, 
(laughs) (laughs) But super stoked for that. And just to have all these makers over, all these wonderful people that I met over the last year online, to have them over at the place, have a good time, and, and then just meet people again, man. Like you said, dude, the meetup, the best part about the meetup that we had was the fact that for the first time in I can't remember how long, things just felt normal. You know, like we felt it safe. It was, it was, it was weird spaced flying out. being close to people. Yeah, it was, it was spaced out. It was safe. It was outside. We're all vaccinated, which is like a great thing. It just felt normal. And man, I freaking missed that. I didn't realize how much I missed talking to like-minded people face-to-face and joking around. And even being exhausted at the end of the day, I was like, damn, that was good. Like eating a good, good pizza from like a gas station. Like, damn, that was Casey's. good. I'm exhausted. I hate myself, but that was good. So anyways, that's my answer. Cool. I just wanted to throw Mike's that away. in there. Mike's away. Good. Oh, no, I like I like the topic, I'm, dude. I think we need to throw in topics more that's into why I did the show. It. Listen, it's definitely my idea like 12 months ago, but whatever. <laughs> Your idea was topics. No, it was a podcast. Is that, okay, the, is uh, that where you're going to put your hat? His idea was a podcast now. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 no. All right. But I did push for topics and then Mike, and I quote, ha! He left. <laughs> this first question's from Jake Miller. <laughs> he has this to say. <laughs> Always got something to say. Hey guys, it's uh, Jake Miller with ASI Shop Life on Instagram. So, last summer, I got a cherry tree uh, for free. Um, had someone reach out to me on Facebook Marketplace, and they had this tree cut down and cut into firewood length. Um, so, long story short, I got a bunch of it and used it as an excuse to upgrade my bandsaw and resawed a bunch of it into a quarter. Um the tricky part now is, now that I'm finally to the point where I can use it, is uh, what should I do with it? I really don't want to make a ton of cutting boards with it. I uh, just wanted to see what ideas you guys had or what uh, what you guys could come up with for uh, something to do with it other than cutting boards. Just let me know. Thanks, guys. Dan. Jake, I think the obvious answer is hitting you in the face. You have to make swings or planks you know whatever swing seats planks whatever you want to call them. yeah <laughs> or potato or actually speaking of hitting you in the face have you ever watched dazed and confused remember the remember Are the paddle yes or him yes Big brain remember <laughs> the paddles they had stonks right there make a senior smack and paddle <laughs> Dazed and that's confused reference. advice attack the elderly <laughs> pete what about you <laughs> Jake. No, seniors in high school, not seniors. Jacob. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh, they, no, you don't. No, not seniors. Hit the elderly with planks. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh. The Dunlap mm, difference. Mine would have, like, <laughs> Medicare Part B on it. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Jake, I know for a fact you have a CNC now. Yeah carve them coasters. suckers oh dude well yeah you do co- well, no but that's you get a template for coasters you don't do them in a make CNC. a template coaster template yeah. everyone needs that here's the thing you don't have to <laughs> cut them to eight quarter whatever make them thinner you don't have you can even literally slab them up let them dry sticker them, just let them dry them. and then just put like carve something live laugh love or put like i, I had the great idea with the guys 
Yeah, live, if, laugh, trail, trail boss. Um, <laughs> live, laugh, trail boss. You can do uh, like a uh, you know etched picture of Vin Diesel and then family below it. That's a big brain joke. <laughs> Whatever. That was one of my ideas. But etch something in there. You can list that, and honestly, you can sell. And you'll have a stock, and you just say each log might be different. Blah blah blah. The other thing is, dude, those trays that I have sold like hotcakes for like a month and a half, and I got tired of making them. And you could just do that. Make some trays. Make some. If you want to be a baller, just use use the good hardwood part of it. Make a bunch of like tool trays and put them inside your tool chest or something. Make small projects. We all we always think of like tables, benches, whatever. But what about like a small box? But Bottle like openers. Heavy duty wood. A what? Bottle openers. Bottle openers. Yeah. And if it's long enough, maybe I don't know if you have like an ottoman or a couch. Maybe you put three of those suckers together in a nice C or U, depending on how you look at it. Make a little side table. Dan's got plans coming. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But <laughs> you got a CNC. Throw all that wood in there or make some small projects with it, man. There's so much potential. Wood is wood. It, what, at the end of the day, if anything, firewood, man. Who cares? Smoke some meat with it. It's cherry. Yes. It's gold. Cherry is Mike? the best to use yes. for cooking. Love cherry. Michaelton, did you throw it to me? Oh, yeah. uh, I would say, I mean, really, you don't want to do cutting boards. I don't really, mm. it's so tough. I mean, you could do like shop furniture stuff, I guess, but like you have the CNC, like Pete was saying, I honestly think you should just make cutting boards out of them and sell them on Etsy, like make a listing on Etsy and just sell Shark-cooling. them or, or, uh, yeah, sh- shark boards. You could, you could sell them to local, uh, he's local to you, right, Dan? No. He's in uh, South Carolina or North Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Local yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Local-ish local to, to Pete. No um, <laughs> yeah, that – I mean, you could sell them I, – I really only think – I mean, it's that's literally the conversation I was having earlier. It's like floating shelves or – Live edge floating shelves. Those you, are – Yeah, those are big. Like offices want them and stuff nowadays. Uh, I get calls about those pretty regularly. Um, I don't know, man. I would just do stuff for – I would make some cool thing that you're – I don't know if he's married. I, I believe Jake is married. His um, wife is Charity. And, right. Uh, Wait, she I got all the CNC. money that we collected? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, I, really, I really think you could, like, do what Pete and – I think Dan also said just, like, make – no, Dan made some crazy joke. Uh, if, you, if you, like, uh, make an Etsy listing and sell, like, custom boards out of them, there's not really a whole lot you could do with mini slabs. They're just so limited um, if you really want to make money off them. If you don't really want to make money off them, just use them for shop furniture. It'll be really nice shop furniture stuff and just keep them around for things. Wait. It looks like he has an idea. I got another idea. I've actually had it. several people hit me up about this, and this actually might work really well because you could – literally, these slabs would be book-matched. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me for rolling trays. Oh yeah. I'm actually thinking about making. Yeah. I have a design going for the CNC because a buddy of mine has been bugging me where it's essentially for people to roll marijuana cigarettes in. Jazz uh, cigarettes. Jazz cigarettes. But what I'm doing in mine is I'm insetting magnets on all corners of both of them. Your face. So basically, it'll <laughs> open up, and you have the the luxury of having them literally be book matched, because it's off the same log and just sliced. Ooh, and you can yeah have a nice little book match piece. You close it up, and from the side, it looks like a single part of the log, but it's a CNC book tray. You slap that sucker in there. You go back to doing whatever work you're doing. Just just throwing it out there. 
Finger guns. Marijuana Good. cigarettes. I like it. Miss <laughs> marijuana cigarettes. Uh, we're really on the other side of this low from uh, last week's episode. <laughs> I'm, trying. I'm trying to get us to a high. Oh, man. Okay, none of us even smoke. We're not even cool enough to make these jokes. <laughs> I do. I have, I've had people reach out to me about them. I'm like, maybe I'll just make a listing about it. Well, didn't we have a question about this? Someone saying they wanted to make a separate store so it's not necessarily affiliated with their main store? That was maybe. me. I was literally me, me asking you that because I Oh, was several, that you asking that? Oh, I yeah. worked at the the a fruit-based computer company where a lot of people are fueled by jazz cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those people have been reaching out to me about jazz cigarette trays. You heard it here. Pete claims that most of Apple is fueled by weed. Yeah. If whoever's <laughs> the AWP podcast high, has no affiliation with high. Peter Kapar. <laughs> All right, next question is from Nick Brim. He owns a really nice stump. <laughs> Dangerous hey guys, Nick Brim with Nick Brim Woodworking here. First of all, I'd like to say thanks for the awesome Midwest AWP meetup last weekend. Thanks for hosting, Dan. Pleasure meeting you, Mike and Pete. Pleasure meeting you too. And all the other makers around the area. It was a blast. My question is, recently IG released captions for stories. What is your guys' thoughts on using captions in your stories versus just a talking head or showing your work piece? Dan, thoughts? My thoughts on any time a social media platform releases a new product, use said product because they are going to push that product in front mm-hmm. of other people. I'm, I don't know if that would stand true for stories, but why not? It adds a little interest. So yes, use it. Mike? Yeah, I would say use it. I actually downloaded an app that you can record and it does the captions. Oh yeah, for I did you. that too I, and then they released the Then they re- yeah, so I I actually want I keep forgetting to do it. Like I want to do it to put it in my stories just for accessibility reasons for people and sometimes people can't have the sound up like they're laying in bed and I I like personally seeing the captions in people's stories, so I've been wanting to add them to mine. Um I need to remember to do it. So uh, I would say definitely do it. It adds – it doesn't take away from your story. It just adds to it. So do it. If you can do things to add to it without – like sometimes you'll see just stickers all over, you know, a story and it's like, what is even happening? I'll bet. I'll bet it leads to – I'll bet it leads to more more people watching the full stories too instead of skipping through. Yeah. I agree. I think think it's an ad. I think you you do it. Pete? So – Yes, I agree. It's something I should be doing too, especially now that it's live. Um, because I'm one of those people. I consume that content like, you know, late at night. Sometimes I'll just get in bed and I can't fall asleep yet. So I'm just like watching these stories. I can't really play anything at volume. So I appreciate the uh, those stories. But I would actually say go even beyond that. Uh, something that I recently fell into this trap and I was doing – and as I was doing – responding to a question – in a post that was in the video. So this was Jeff from Two Moose. I, he, he started putting captions in his reels. Like he's just using the reels the way they're supposed to be is to throw captions and things on a screen so that you can like, even if you're not listening to it with sound, he asked a question right out of the gate on something he was doing. He was asking a question. And as I was typing the answer, I go, wow, I didn't even finish watching that post. I was already responding with like what my comment was. And like, 
I noticed it on some of the other posts and I started throwing it on random things here or there or stories or whatever. So people would try to respond or engage them a little more than just like a poll or yes and no or ask me anything. It's a little different. So and when it's a genuine question, not like a what's your favorite glue or do you like walnut? <laughs> We've talked about this before, but like even in posts, throw some extra captions, throw something on that screen that might cause engagement call to action uh because i definitely fell in that trap and i'm a, a semi-professional influencer so just you know just saying <laughs> i'd laugh too uh yeah that's about about it use it i gotta start using it too use it or lose it yeah. uh let's jump into this next one from sean marks this is from sean marks sean marks, sean marks. going on gentlemen sean made with marks on instagram <laughs> So I've been getting a lot of um, requests recently uh, that I've been building for people. I haven't been keeping track of them. I've just been telling people, pay me this much. I build it. I give it to them. Voila, job done. And I know I need to start an Etsy, and I've been procrastinating on that, and I'm still procrastinating on that. Um, but So my question is, like, in regard to outside of Etsy orders, how do you guys keep track of those? Do you have any software that you do those or keep track of those with or you just kind of have a spreadsheet or a piece of paper or, or what um i'm rambling it's been a long friday so uh looking forward to hearing the pre-show and podcast tonight because i need it and uh yeah so have a good night guys pete so i last year I've been tracking everything that I do for the entire year, every single sale, every single purchase, everything in a number spreadsheet that I have on my phone, I have on my computer, PC or Mac, whatever, it doesn't matter, I have it on both. Um, and that's how I tracked everything. Last year got out of control because I was tracking every single Etsy sale and my shop, luckily, I'm very blessed, it took off. It, you know, it was, it was great. It was a good holiday season. But putting in, you know, dozens of sales a week in there with, I would literally do like what the item was, name of the person I sold to, the amount, if it was a sale, cost, whatever. Like I have a fairly detailed sheet with only a few details, but it helps me stay organized. I do not do that this year. This year, I simply track the Etsy deposits every uh, every week, every Monday when it comes in or it goes out. And everything else that is non-Etsy goes onto that sheet. That means every trip to Home Depot, to Menards, to, you know, a flight, to no, but like, I mean, Dan, you laugh, but like the stuff. No, I was laughing at the Menards bought, comment. But stuff I bought at Menards is on my spreadsheet. I use Good. my business credit card. Everything for the trip to Nebraska was a business expense, technically for me, because I went there to do a podcast with my homeboys, um, as the kids say. So yeah, I track all of it. I have a little number sheet. If you want, I can send it to you. You can easily convert it to a um, an Excel sheet. And all I do is I just put stuff in the whole entire year. And when I go to my tax guy, I go to my column that's like sales, uh, you know, promotion. I give something away for free or purchase or tools or whatever. I have different categories for things. And all I do is sort by that category. And then everything, every sale, every purchase, everything is lined up there. And then I could probably set up some kind of algorithm or whatever that would track it all. But all I have to do is just like add the 10 or 20 or 50 items in that list and I give it to my tax guy and it makes it super easy. So I, that's how I track it. 
It's also how it helps me to see like, wait, I've seen this name before. They've bought from me a couple times. Maybe now I throw something in and I can confirm that they bought something from me in the past. So that's how I do it. Mike? I may have misunderstood what he was asking, but I thought he was asking like tracking orders to like keep up on top of them, right? Not that's what I thought. Sale issues. I was expecting like how he's, he's tracking his per- like his orders coming in. Like that's why I track my orders outside of. I, th- I think he meant like to like stay on top, like project management, not so much like bookkeeping. Sorry, I went with the financial part of it. So like that's how I track all it's my all finances good. for them. I apologize. Uh, it's that. all good, but you were so, wrong. Go on, Mike. Cut that out one uh, hour, 14 minutes. Yeah, no. So um, I feel like this is an ongoing conversation on the podcast. People asking how we pro- keep track of our pod- projects. And last week we got asked about what apps do we use to run our business. So I think it kind of – so I'm, I'm like I'm like just on the precipice of going with an app called Jobber and I keep <laughs> – talking myself out of it because it's a hundred dollars a month, but I really see the value in it. I'm, I'm to keep track of my jobs right now. I'm manually entering stuff on spreadsheets and in multiple places. And I'm probably spending four to five or six hours a month doing that. And that gets wiped out in five hours of work for the profit. The hundred dollars does. I mean, it, it gets wiped out in like an hour and a half of work for my for my rate. So um, I'm starting to be like, eh, yeah, I need to stop spending time on this. Like, I'm working on a pro- uh, like six projects with a vendor partner of mine that I work with a lot, and uh, I had to make a spreadsheet to track the seven projects we have right now today, and that alone took me forty five minutes. And, uh, you know, it's getting pretty close to the point where it's like, yeah, that would have all been entered one time already into my other list if I had everything compiled into one thing. So, um, it's getting, it's getting easier and easier to justify that money on that. So, uh, there's a lot of apps out there. I got an app brought to my attention today called Monday and Monday.com. Yep. Monday.com. And then Pete mentioned one and I can't remember. It was like choir. choir. Yep. Yeah. Choir. Um, there's a bunch of project management apps out there. Uh, there's a lot of like lower tech versions where it's essentially just a fancy spreadsheet, which is like what Monday seems to be. It looks like Monday seems to be a fancy spreadsheet. It's just in a different interface. You're, you're entering all the information yourself, um, which is nothing wrong with that. You have to enter your information somehow. So, um, I currently have a whiteboard in my shop where I have my big projects. Uh, I have an app on my phone called things where I have all my prospective jobs and then those get moved to current jobs and then those get moved to uh, finished jobs. And then I have another folder for rejected jobs, jobs that didn't land. And uh, I try to collect information when I don't land a job <coughs> uh, for why I didn't get it. So if they say I was too expensive or timelines or stuff like that, I try to keep that information for myself. So it's pretty low tech in terms of what I'm what I'm doing, but it's starting to get to the point now where I I need to have a better solution. So that's my answer for where I'm at. That's also my answer for where I'm probably going to be heading. And I've been talking about Jobber for like two months now, I think, and I think I just need to make myself do it. Dan, what about you? I have a whiteboard. I have a wife who's basically she acts as my secretary and she kind of keeps me on track. Uh, she's pretty well, great about gender that. Gender roles much? What? Gender roles oh much? 
But she's more than welcome to come to the shop and run a saw. It's fine. Wow. This all feels really <laughs> offensive. I don't know. Right? <laughs> <It's> joking. <laughs> um, and I have a spreadsheet for all the financial stuff. I, I keep it very simple. I don't use apps. I'm not an app guy. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm the You're math right? guy. He's not the app not guy. Not the app guy. Not the app guy. But I utilize my whiteboard quite a bit. That's yeah, it. Yeah, what I what I for my whiteboard and not to like double back. Well, my whiteboard usually becomes like there's a spot on it where I have like my big jobs and then I have this spot on my whiteboard where it has like all the priority work and I and I actually map out my almost my day like i, I map like yeah. I'd be like okay so here's my jobs and then i go okay this is priority this is priority i almost number them but i put them in order and then i try to make a checklist where cuz sometimes when you have these jobs some of the operations they overlap so like oh i've got a bunch of table saw work so i'm going to do all the table saw work for all the jobs right now yep. and then i can do all the table saw work and then I, okay i got to do all the jointer work and you know you're doing all these different operations for different things and it's not like a ton of it but i mean there's a lot of overlap and you can do all these different operations at the same time for these especially for these smaller like etsy orders and stuff i really should keep so my like, whiteboard in my shop like you do but right now it's just right here you can see the corner of it right there you know what you can do buy two they're like nine dollars <laughs> well so <laughs> come on now so um but yeah, I, I mean one thing yeah i do sorry, that no i was gonna say i do the i do the same thing i i i write down the big jobs and then i'll write what i need to be doing that day or that week and i kind of i find that keep track that way i think i'll never get rid of the whiteboard just because i get overwhelmed sometimes like I'm, i'll have so many especially with etsy because sometimes etsy will just go on a tear and it's like oh there's 18 orders in there like what and then you look at them and if you actually break them up and it's like okay there's actually four or five different things i'm actually really making i'm just making multiples so when you have multiples of these small items it's really not that stressful yeah so what i have to do is when i break it down that way uh it really takes away a lot of that stress when i have like okay i'm actually only really making five different things just on a few of them I'm making four or five so I don't think I'll ever get rid of the whiteboard because I really like seeing that. And I could really just grab a piece of paper and do a checklist. Same thing. But I like having it across the room where I don't have to like keep running over. and it's Where you can just see wall, it. Vertical space. Yeah, you can just see it. Right in front of your face shop. always. It's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's just nice. I like having that whiteboard. So See, for me, because uh, I move between this desk and the shop so much, depending on which project I'm working on, this has actually been key. I, I just haven't happened to have like a stack of index cards since probably college that's just been sitting in a drawer started using them and i just make a to-do list every day and fill up the whole thing and then at the end of the day or the next day when it's i only have two items left or an item left or whatever i move it onto a new to-do list at the top of the list that's the next thing to do and i try to knock out the rest and in this i'll actually like literally take a magnet and like stick it to the wall in a shop or even in a living room or whatever wherever i'm working that day so i stay on track of my uh to-do list this is my to-do list for tomorrow so that's another way to track it pen and paper yeah. baby does Old that school. start with yeah. uh wake up wake me up i can't Before wake you up go go and then number three is save me <laughs> <laughs> it's wake me up wake me up save me <laughs> that's so stupid let's end this one uh yeah let's call it this is a good is one. that it for questions no? yeah it was just the three that's why i went into the uh topic that oh, pete came nice. up with one year ago um one years ago has been pete has been the uh biggest um i can't even think of words i'm so tired (laughs) pete's been the biggest 
proponent person proponent thank you for the word proponent that's the one i was looking for i'm the words guy the immigrant (laughs) (laughs) well you did watch robin hood minute tights so your lexicon is huge (laughs) yeah i don't know what was that in a pre-show or was that in a pre-show i don't even know the pre-show was all about about robin hood movies when i came to this country that at ellis island to sit you down island they make you watch <laughs> make you Robin Hood, Man in Tights, Karen because fun Owens. fact, it uses every word in an English dictionary. Hey, yeah. Blinken. Hey, Blinken. <laughs> Achoo. Bless you. Achoo. Bless you. It teaches you manners. My father, a sneeze. It teaches you about te- founding uh, fathers. <laughs> founding fathers. By diversity. Okay, let's call this. Hey, <laughs> listen. This is really important, so stop interrupting. Big thank you to Merca for sponsoring this week's episode. Yeah, we love you guys. You guys are the, you guys are really great. So big thanks to Merca. Thanks thank for you. sponsoring the show. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you for everyone who gives us reviews. Thank you. Big huge thank you to everyone who shares the show and your stories on Instagram. Talks about it with your friends. That really, I think, sharing the show is the biggest thing that helps the show. So um, even when they talk just, poorly, yeah, yeah. Putting us in front of people. I appreciate I mean, it. As RJ Hammy put it, meh. 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 So I really, just big thanks to everyone who supports us. We really uh, appreciate you guys. And those of you who stick around and just keep showing us love. We just really appreciate it. You guys are so awesome. You guys are letting us, you Five guys are helping reviews. us do, yeah, you guys are helping us do the thing. We really, we really do love making this podcast. So uh, we probably would, I would say we'd definitely do the podcast if uh, no one was listening. But because people do, it's really, really rewarding and the people get to enjoy it with us. So, Pete, what are you going to say? I was just going to say, you know, if you want to help us grow too, one thing that we're we're getting closer to, but we're not really that close to is uh, monetization on YouTube. Just being able to like monetize our channel. Oh, yeah. If you want to help us out, a lot of you guys have TVs in a shop. Instead of listening, and we love for you to listen, and then afterwards, throw it up in a shop on a TV. You know, if grandma's asleep on the couch, whatever, pop it it on the TV, mute (laughs) it, doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, if you want to help us out, first of all, subscribe on YouTube. We're on YouTube every week and also just watch the, watch the lives there and watch the episodes there. So you can watch us, you know, lean for no reason all the time. We, we need a lot more subs over there for sure to get the monetization to happen. But I mean, all the support you guys give us is great. But yeah, if you're, if you get a free TV, you know. Just uh, throw the show up over there. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, think some piece. Uh, you know, uh, no, but we really do appreciate maybe it. I, uh, maybe do, I so. make a playlist tonight and you just like pop it on and just knock out all the That's a fantastic idea. We don't have a I'll playlist. name the 1 through 60 season one. <laughs> make a season one. Playlist. Yeah, we have no playlist. We don't. Season one playlist is every episode. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Let's get out of this thing. This ended up being a longer one than we planned. So big thank you to everyone. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. I just changed tabs back to YouTube on my other computer. And it's me going, just reviewing the jerky. What? <laughs> From last week, apparently it's playing on the TV. It's still playing? Because it started playing it after we stopped. <laughs> Since last week. So good. Such a good episode. If you have not seen that pre-show and the episode, Max, oh, so good. Mike, please wrap this up. Wrap it up. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to. But guys, <laughs> have a great week. Pete's, Pete's going throwbacks to old ones. We guys, everyone have a great week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, thank you for everything you do. Love you long time. Bye. Love you long time. Bye.